check. Check, check. How do we sound? I won't know until later. We got new microphones, everybody. Just, it's going to be a changing world. I see the blue lights blinking. Is it blinking? Uh, tonight. Welcome back, everybody. It is. First and foremost to the Off Flip Radio Show. Show number 712. 712. Uh, we thought we'd actually last five. So, we're, we're doing and great. And I four. Well, I didn't yeah, know. We, I thought you'd been on here. three. And I thought, I thought this is, uh, uh, by the way, introduce our guest. You know the, I'll go with the name. Dr. Gail Newell and, and Dr. Dr. Gail Giladucci. Giladucci. Oh, How's that? God, is that good? That's so impressive. Is that good? Yeah, it's fantastic. We, apparently, we, apparently one's, one's still working, one's retired, but, but one wants to one, switch. But one wants to not work, and one wants to go back to work. <laughs> you know how to retire. We'll see what happens to you. <laughs> First off, welcome back, both of you. Thank uh, you. For those of you who don't know, uh, this is our county health um, officers. Officers. Is that the best way you're an officer? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Our yeah. county health officers, during one of the hardest times in county health history, mm. you guys had to steer a ship. Um, it's funny, just... We, well, you guys had to steer a ship without a map. You know, well, no idea. We, we had, had no idea, right? We had to buy a plane while we were building it. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. But was there... A, did you have somebody that was like... You had to coach yourself, basically, through this, right? Yeah. Well, we had we had other counties that we talked amongst each other and trying to figure out kind of on the fly what to do. So, you know, I can't say we were completely alone, but when it comes down to making decisions, and Gail, my God, my hat goes off to Gail because of the courage... To make some hard decisions that we knew would be unpopular with some people, but we were doing the best we we could on that based on the information we had. A virus nobody knew about. Exactly. Brand new. Yeah. Looking did. back, can I just one quick question? Looking back, I know that I mean you had protesters at your house. You had, I mean, people were threatening you, and all you're doing is trying to look out for the health of your community. Looking back, is there one thing that you wish you would have done differently? Mm. Well, that's a good question. Was the community looking for a leader? There were 
ready. They were ready, they were ready right. to do the right thing. Right. But none of us knew what the right thing was. Right. We had to decide as we went. Right. Was there a moment you're like, fuck it, I quit. I'm out of here. Maybe right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll talk about that. But like, but like, I mean, there were people like shaking your fence in front of your house when you're just like, is no, this worth it? Or? That made me more determined. Really? You, yeah. you, you're a fighter. You said, I'm going to yeah. keep in this and I'm going to, I'm in for the win. Yeah. Well, wow, congrats. You, go, you and the New York Times, yeah. right? There must have been something that, why did they come seek you out for an article in the New York Times? You must have done something that was at that time different or unusual or unique. Well, it just, it wasn't just me. It was also Mimi Hall, okay. our HSA director at the time. I think both of us had a lot of heart and maybe that wasn't demonstrated a lot of other places and uh, compassion for our community. And we were willing to talk with the media. So the media gets credit like you guys mm. for yeah. um, covering it in a humane, compassionate way. Mm -hmm. And Santa Cruz is a kind community for the most part and, and really cares about their neighbors, and um, that shown through in in the media. So LA Times picked it up, New York Times, and then NPR. We had a wow. great little uh, This American Life episode. Did you Amazing. save those? Did you cut them out? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice, okay. Yeah. Well, it's also, politics, politics wasn't involved at all, was it? <laughs> was it? Well, absolutely. <laughs> Well, because our, uh, I'm just going to speak for myself, I felt like our uh, leader at the time was like, it'll be a go-away in three weeks type yeah. thing. Well, you're talking about national politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about national politics. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm just talking about, like, national. I mean, I felt like you're trying to enforce something that somebody else is saying doesn't exist. Yeah. And that, that had to have been frustrating for you a little bit. It was, but I don't think many people in our community were listening to the national voice. I think most folks were listening to state and local advice, mm -hmm. and um, we had some really good state leadership. We still do, and um, really great Bay Area leadership. Our Bay Area colleagues really helped guide me through this whole thing. Yeah, did you concur? Did you did you get together with the the people you work with, like David, before you made this decision, or was it uh, something you did on your own? Yeah, um, no, I didn't do anything on my own for right. sure. Um, we worked with county leadership, with our county council, our electeds, um, but most importantly were my health officer colleagues in the Bay Area. So we have a group called the BAHO, the Association of Bay Area Health Officers, mm. and it's uh, 12 counties and city of Berkeley, so 13 jurisdictions, and we tried to move together as much as possible through the pandemic. Right. So. Dave is uh, interim health officer for San Benito. Yes, that's as, right. As well as being my Inter interim means I want the job. Yeah, it means that we haven't found anybody else yet, <laughs> which means that it's going to be your job. We're going to stay around. It's a great place, but it's hard to recruit, especially health officers. Now, now with San Benito County, it's just yeah. me from being the outside. It seemed like it started slower there, but then picked up yeah. later. Yeah, in some respects, yeah. And uh, I think the political dynamics, the local politics were different there uh, in some respects than they were here in Santa Cruz. Um, there was a little bit more of a, a kind of um, Trumpian style there, at least with some of the, the county leadership. That created some challenges. And um, if we have a time to talk about the national end of it, I think yeah. it is important. I know it's not local, but no, it's good. I, uh, I'm reading a book right now. It's called The Divider. Uh, it's written by Susan Glasser talking about the, um, the Trump administration. 
And, and what I realized in just the last couple of nights as I'm reading these chapters is uh, we have to remember that first impeachment happened right at the time that this virus was emerging. And so the federal government in many ways took their eye off the ball. And those that did say things at the federal government level from the CDC were silenced because um, uh, Trump was essentially distracted at that time. Um, we were way behind on testing, uh, way behind on PPE production and supply. If you remember those early days, those, you know, really it was a pandemic of scarcities one after mm -hmm. another. And uh, that did affect us locally. And so um, I can recall um, Gail and I having conversations about whether we should require masking. And now, of course, obviously, that is the thing to do. It's one of the most effective, cheapest prevention measures available. But we were really worried about everybody going out and hoarding masks, and then we would have not enough of them for our medical, um, you know, our medical workforce. It happened to me. I, yeah. I literally, I literally, I went to Bakersfield to get a vaccine. I remember that. Yes. yes. I mean, I, I literally got in my car because I could get an appointment down yeah. there. Um, but also, too, as a business owner, it was hard to get masks. Yeah, yeah. You know, because uh, we required everybody to come in with one. Yeah. And it was also, uh, it was a gold rush of tourism to Santa Cruz then, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. A lot of people decided that it was, they, could, they couldn't fly, they felt safe in their car, and they came to Santa Cruz. And their counties didn't require masks maybe at that time, and we did. So we had to provide masks. And they were hard to get. Yeah. So you talked about before, there's an uptick right now, correct, in COVID cases in Santa Cruz County? Just beginning. Just it's beginning? Not, mm -hmm. But it's not a mortality, it's not, it's not... People are dying for it. Anything. We they, have had a couple deaths in, really? in the last two weeks, yes. Almost yeah. always uh, behind on their vaccinations. And uh, if there's one message, and forgive me for interrupting, but there's a new booster out that is much more effective than the older boosters, that it's matched to today's virus rather than yesterday's virus. And I think a lot of people, um, we're seeing a kind of slow uptake of these boosters. Yeah. And a lot of people think, well, I've been boosted before. Why do I need to get another one? Well, this is really a software update and uh, super important. Um, and those deaths that we've seen uh, tended to be people that were, I'll say, under-vaccinated. Um, I've so, had two vaccinations. Yeah. I've had three. The original one and two booster shots. You Do probably I had two and then, well, unless you yeah. had the, uh, did you have the one shot? Yeah, I had the two shots to start with. Then I, then I yeah. had my, uh, my second booster shot. Uh, did you get Johnson and Johnson? You got Moderna. Yeah, yeah. But you got to go get the bivalent. That's a, the new one. The new the one. New one. Yeah. It's different. It's okay. not, it's, that's it's not the one that's it's, it's in stores now. Yes. Okay. That's the one that's <laughs> yeah. going to protect you this winter. Okay. So people watching right now, they can go to the same place they got their first yes vaccine and get the updated booster. What's it called? There's it, well, it's called the bivalent yeah. uh, booster or updated booster, um, and they can go to my turn. Uh, online, uh, myturn.ca.gov. Right. Uh, but if they just Google my turn, it'll come up, and okay. they can find the next available appointments in the area that they select. And you guys, you recommend that? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. All right. And well, they can get their flu shot at the same time. You were yeah. saying Thanksgiving is where we're going to see this upturn again, right? Yeah. Where people are going to be celebrating and cheering each you other. Household, different households mixing. Right. Yeah. It's Traveling. Yep, and then the weather gets cooler, and so we're all indoors a lot more, yeah. closing our windows and doors, so ventilation is, isn't as good. A lot of times, grandma's there. Maybe, oh, yeah, maybe you know that's what I mean? Like, maybe, right, maybe yeah. her immune system's not as strong. Yeah. My 89-year-old mom's going to be at our big gathering on Thursday, so... Is that nerve-wracking? We're all going to test. We're all going to test mm -hmm. before we gather, make sure we're all 
Okay. Would you suggest that people who are having big family gatherings who have 89-year-old moms coming to share a test and make sure? That's the recommendation is that if you're going to gather and there's anyone there who's vulnerable, so whether they're elderly or chronic disease of some sort, um, that they that everyone tests to make sure they're negative that morning before you gather or that day. What, what do we have in place now in case another some other uh, uh, pandemic breaks out? In the near future or the future, what, what, how, how are we, are we, are we prepared anyway, or you just have to see what shows up at the front door? Well, unfortunately, our healthcare system is still experiencing a lot of shortages, okay. uh, especially around staff. So, tremendous amount of burnout after the last two and a half years. Mm. Lots of early retirements, lots of resignations, leaves of absence. Um, people just are burned out, too burned out to work, healthcare providers. And so we have big staff shortages around the nation. Um, and Santa Cruz, particularly bad because of our housing prices. It's really hard to mm-hmm. recruit people here, yeah. um, even doctors and nurses. And it's so funny because, uh, like at Cabrillo, the nursing program is so impacted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that struggle is going to continue. Yeah, and I don't understand that. I mean, there's such a demand for people wanting to go to nursing school. There's a demand for nurses, but we've got this choke point with the training, and I don't. It's been existing for a long time. Long time. And I don't understand it's expensive that. to train nurses. That must be it. Yeah, it's interesting though, because I remember uh, 30 years ago, my wife was thinking about going into nursing at Cabrillo. And it was like a three or four year wait. Yes, list same with my wife. Yeah. Right? yeah, that's right. And I feel like we're still doing that same thing today. Yeah. yeah. So would you suggest to somebody watching looking for a career, hey, get on that list because that's job security, good benefits, retirement. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, with all of us baby boomers getting to uh, that yeah. age where we're going to need a lot of medical care, oh. it's uh, job security for sure. Earlier, Neil. What? Gail says she's in June. Is that the, are, are we having the retirement party in June? Is that the plan? I think we're going to have a retirement party here, yeah? At the boardroom. <laughs> I yeah. like that idea. Yeah. So how long yeah. have you been doing this? I'm not, a, like, just as a health professional. Um, I've been a physician for 35 plus years now. Yeah. Wow. Delivered over 10,000 babies. Uh, before I started in public health. I've mm-hmm. uh, been a health officer now for seven years. Um, I thought Santa Cruz would like ease me into a quiet little retirement. Little did I know what was on the horizon. Wow. Okay, so, there's uh, this guy here online. His name is Richard Leet. Now, Mr. Leet has a lot of complaints. So, Richard, what I want you to do is you can email me at otlradioshow at gmail.com, and I will forward your email to Dr. Nate Newell or to Dr. Gilzucci. So, I'm not going to take contact all your complaints here on just one show. Uh, so please email me, and I will forward your complaint to her. And I'm sure her office will get back to you as soon as they can. As she said just sure. a second ago, they're short-staffed. They don't have a lack of people. So uh, I know this lady very well, and I know she'll make uh, make do and get back to you as soon as she can. So again, mm-hmm. Richard Lee, otlradioshow at gmail.com. Thanks, Richard, for that. Speaking of that, we posted you were coming on the show, and one of our favorite fans of the show is he said can you please get the beaches closed again <laughs> that was awesome i saw that comment yeah well it you know, in locals, right? yeah. and i thought oh man he's being so snarky so i ran it by my daughter and her boyfriend in their 20s and they said no no that was really awesome because mm-hmm. 
We had the beaches and the waves to ourselves. It felt like loads only. It was, it, was, it was a reward for the locals <laughs> yeah. with a pandemic. No, yeah. Everybody was miserable, but we could still we had a little slice of paradise. You know, I couldn't think of a better place to hunker down than Santa Cruz County, to be honest. Oh, that's yeah, true. No, we um we could have been stuck anywhere. But, but we didn't hunt. Teach and I didn't hunker down. We put bands on the roof. We did put bands <laughs> on the roof. Yeah. We broke all rules. Yeah. 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 I heard you had a little law enforcement action there. Well, actually, we what? did. But, oh, yeah. we, but, but TC took care of it. That was a pretty yeah. funny story. Mr. Laird saved the day. Um, <laughs> no, that was that was. Oh no, 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 it wasn't John Laird. It was um John Leopold. John Leopold. Oh. John Leopold saved the day. Yes. And so mm -hmm. uh, the bands on the roof were great. Um, did we? Did we? Push the envelope. Yep. Maybe. Yep. But uh, that's and the bands on the roof were safe. It uh -huh. was the dance crowd down below. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah it was, you, you know, know what's funny? You know what's funny, Gail, is that all those shows that TC and I did, or, or I did many of them. That all the all those musical shows, not one person came to TC or myself and said, "You, uh, you whatever, right. you we we uh, we got COVID from your show." Not right. one. Because mm. well, yeah. it was outside, uh, it was it, outside. Yeah, but yeah. still, we didn't get anybody. They ever, no one ever said I got. They got COVID from us. We show. asked for forgiveness and we got it. It worked out fine. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, way to go. Yeah. The beach closure was awesome. Uh, if, if there's ever a spike, we might want to think about shutting down the beach. <laughs> Check IDs. You know, you got to be a 20-year local to surf. Uh, that'd be a great uh, way yeah, to Yeah, you have to go to, you have to, you have to have, have been to high school here to surf. We could do it based on the tides. Would that work? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Low tide locals, high tide valley. Okay, there you go. We'll talk about that later. As you, um, as we get closer to June, uh, and you look back on your career, is there a moment that you felt was like the, your highest point looking back what is there something that a memory of something that really strikes as i yeah it has to be with, his, with our wife up here on the show Kelly was on the show <laughs> i wish we could have <laughs> that was a, it had to be a top three highlight well, we'll bring kelly back yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 um you know, I'm really proud that I was part of the Bay Area Health Officers with the earliest shelter in place in the nation. Um, that really saved lives. And it pushed the state of California and then the nation into doing shelter in place as well. And I know no one's happy that they had to shelter in place, but it really, really did save lives. Yeah. And um, if you remember, um, do you, do, um, can I just yeah, say, yeah. give numbers, does the numbers show that? Or, uh, yeah, so we've had, um, in Santa Cruz County, we're at, I think, 276 deaths right now for the whole two and a half years of the pandemic. And if we were in Florida, we'd have an additional 600. Wow. So almost 1,000 deaths instead of the 276. Yeah. Wow. If we were... Elsewhere in California, we'd have close to 600. Right. So, right. yeah, really, really good. Right. You know, the interesting thing about that when you look back is um, when we first did shelter in place and there was all these people saying it's the hoax, it this and that, I had one particular friend on social media and uh, every day it was like the China, you know, just on and on and on. And then here comes the post. I apologize to everybody because my mom died of COVID. Mm. And he so was, no, but he was the one that was like spreading the disinformation that it's all fake. 
And at that moment, it just changed my outlook on the whole thing. Yeah. Like, this is not a selfish thing. This is about everybody. Yeah. And, we uh, heard yeah. so many stories of people in the ICU begging for the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it's too late. Way right. too late. Um, but so, 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 when, so if you do have it, and you, it really, is that, that's the case? It's too late? Yeah. Too late. Once you have the disease, so the vaccine for, won't help. For prevention, right? Okay. Well, yeah. well, I had a, my friend Mark, he um, he didn't trust the vaccine. Yeah. Fit human being. The strongest, one of the strongest people I know. He was back getting ready to row a boat to Hawaii. And uh, he was waiting. He got COVID. Uh, he told me a story. He was at his house. He was so sick that he got up. He, he didn't want to die inside. And he got up to go die on the deck. He wanted to die outside. And that's how bad it was for him. Yeah. And then three months later, he's like, I can't even walk up a hill right now. Mm-hmm. One of the fittest people I know. Yeah. Because he just missed getting the vaccine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so I had COVID a few weeks ago, um, got it on a cruise ship, um, and I was prepared. Um, I had my home test with me, and I had my Paxlovid with me. On the boat? On the boat. Huh. Very mild illness, no rebound, um, really sick only one day, negative test at five days, so I was able to resume activities with a mask on and hardly missed a beat on my vacation. It is important to point out that you were fully vaccinated and boosted. And I was fully vaccinated and boosted. Right. Is that common for fully vaccinated and boosted when you do catch it to have a a more milder situation? Yes. And not only that, but both the vaccinations, the boosters, and the Paxlovid help prevent long COVID. Mm. And that long COVID can be debilitating for the rest of your life if you get it. Wow. So the boosters, the Paxlovid really important to prevent long COVID. There's people who are avid don't want to take the vaccine. There's people, I know, I have friends of mine, avid, no way are they going to get vaccinated. Okay. It, I mean, that's it's the beautiful choice, thing right? about America, right? right. We can choose. We get to choose. Yeah. Yeah. And and if they get sick, when they get sick, they'll get treated. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully they'll survive. Yeah, that's hopefully. That's the plan, yeah. right? But the long-lasting, uh, I'm... I'm vaccinated, boosted. I got COVID about two months ago. It was, you know, about four or five days of being sick. But about two weeks of getting really tired at three o'clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like that was, that's what affected me is like, suddenly I'm taking naps. Like, I don't take naps, you know? And, but uh, that was like my long COVID. Yeah. I couldn't imagine it being double or triple of what I had yeah. not being vaccinated. Yeah. So, can we announce today? Is he going to be the new Santa's County Health Officer? <laughs> Don't tell Congratulations. us. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, she, she, she's watching? Uh, she may be, yeah. Can, uh, be, can we have some break? We, we, need, we need a bump. Can we get. We, we, need, a, <laughs> we need a spike. <laughs> okay, well, I'm definitely retiring in this fiscal year. So, by May or June. Okay. And who would you choose and to we be? Will, well, I would choose Dr. Killer Ducci okay. for sure. Yeah, it's for really sure. Very kind of yeah, you. he's most. And, and Dr. Doc, do you want the Most gig? Most qualified. You know, I would love to do it. Yeah. It would be, um, I mean, I would, uh, my aspiration would be half as, to be half as good as Gail, of course. Oh. Uh, but, um. But you were tired from other kids. You were tired from other. Yeah, uh, you know, I was a firefighter. I was an ER doctor. Um, I run the EMS system here in the county. I have a lot going on. Yeah. But, uh, and I enjoy having a lot going on. But, um, but this would be. A really important job, I think, and uh, really important for our community. Yeah. So we'll see. 
And it's it's a it's how do you get the job? How, do, how, how, how would he get? How does, how does he get the job? Does well, it, is it paperwork? Yes, get some paperwork to fill out. Yeah, grab, grab a pen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're the deputy deputy. Yeah, 
smoke now. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just a little doobie. You'll be fine. But uh, so it's a triple demic. Uh, triple is that demic. a different vaccination for each of them? Well, there's no vaccine for RSV. Can you explain RSV? It's so new. I, you want to go for it? Actually, it's been around for years, but we would see seasonal surges of RSV. They're mostly affects uh, little kids. Um, those are the ones that end up having to be hospitalized, um, generally less than five years old. Um, they get this inflammation in the airways. We call it bronchiolitis. Sometimes they'll form pneumonia. Uh, but uh, for us, for adults, usually we experience it as kind of the common cold. And to be honest, we probably caught RSV every year of our lives, every time you had the sniffles or whatever. Um, now what's happening, in some ways, this is kind of the, the aftershocks of the COVID pandemic, is that uh, because of behavior change over the last couple of years, there are kids now that are four and five years old that have never been exposed to RSV. They're getting it for the first time. Mm -hmm. In addition, all the kids younger than them. And so now our hospitals are really straining uh, with capacity of being able to house or take hospitalized kids that need treatment for RSV. Unfortunately, there's no vaccine for it yet. There are some that are in the in the works. We're hoping that we'll see one for kids. But um, um, uh, one of the one of the key features in Santa Cruz County is particularly weak in this area, but it's not unique to Santa Cruz County. Is just very little inpatient pediatric capacity here. Really? Oh. And we have no pediatric ICUs. Uh, you know, a PICU mm -hmm. in Santa Cruz County. We rely Stanford? on Stanford and uh, Good Sam and Valley but Medical all Center. Full. But they're oh, all they're full. Every bed in yeah. California is full. Wow. That's really? scary. Every children's hospital in California is full, too. Yeah. Well, that was a challenge with COVID. It was always beds, mm -hmm. right? Right. That was always Being the staffed beds. Staffed right. beds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. we got lots of beds. Yeah, yeah. It's but it's staff staff right. But that was always yeah. the, like, there's no ICU beds right now. Right. was always a big problem right. with it. And the people that you need to run the ventilators and the, all the all the things that go with an ICU bed. So now we have all these uh, inpatients, people who've been admitted to the hospital, but there's no staff bed for them, so they're lined up in the emergency mm -hmm. departments. And uh, it's dangerous. You know, they don't have appropriate nursing staffing. Yep. Um, they don't have the right equipment, the right oversight. Mm. And, you know, that brings up a point. Um, you know, we talk about COVID deaths and very important. But I think the true measure of the cost of this pandemic in terms of human lives is going to be excess deaths. Are you guys, excess deaths. Are you familiar with that concept? No, no. So how many people, how many more people died during the pandemic than would otherwise be expected to have died during that period of time? Oh, okay. And that number actually is a lot greater than just the COVID deaths themselves. It's the people that that didn't seek care during that period of time. It's the people that had heart attacks that um, couldn't get into, be seen right away because the hospitals were impacted with COVID and so forth. So um, the excess death is going to really be the true number that we'll look at. And in those respects, California and especially Santa Cruz County has done so much better than um, the rest of the country. Um, part of that, unfortunately, like, you know, we talk about risk factors like diabetes and obesity. Another risk factor is your political affiliation. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it's really? very clear, the data is very clear. Um, if you uh, voted Republican, mm -hmm. you're much more likely to have died during the pandemic than if you had voted Democratic. Where'd you, where'd that come from? You know, I think it goes back to what I was saying earlier, right, this... Right. Um, 
uh, kind of eye off the ball in the early parts of the pandemic. Right. This thought that this was just another way to attack the president was to, you know, come up with this threat. Um, there was motivation to delegitimize the scientists uh, from the CDC and early on. And so um, you talked about uh, vaccine misinformation, mask misinformation. Uh, this is just the flu misinformation. All of that was stewing around. Right. Much of it really driven, uh, unfortunately, by one person. Mm. And, um, you know, I can't be more frank than that, right. how right. completely devastating that, that was. Um, we're always going to see some hesitancy. We're always going to see some people that are, you know, maybe want to take a more sort of natural, holistic look at things and not use Western medicine. That's fine. But the degree that we saw and the political division that led to this, that that division, um, is uh, remarkable. I don't think we've ever seen that in the United States. The case rates and the death rates in the red states much, much higher. Much higher. Just across the board. Wow. It's interesting what you said because I had a friend who had a. Um, he was scheduled to have pancreas cancer at Dominican. And uh, because of the load on the hospital, yeah, they sent him home. Yeah, And he had an accidental overdose because of pain medicine because mm. he was in so much pain. So sorry. Yeah, it was really a tragic event. But it's interesting what you say about that. Or people that were scared to get preventative you know, right. medicine done. They were, they afraid, to to they the were afraid to go in. And that, yeah. that number, you're, I, you, that really strikes a nerve because... I don't know how much research has been done or where there's a number put on that, but that's uh, almost like that long-term COVID aspect of what we're talking about is yeah. the people that were affected because they were uh, either needing medical care or scared to get medical care yeah. and couldn't get it, mm -hmm. you right. know, and that's right. an interesting uh, fact. Are, are nurses overpaid? Uh, uh, I mean, overpaid. <laughs> Over, too much uh, overworked and underpaid? It seems like a couple of nurses I've talked to, they just seem to be spending hours there at work and overtime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Our nurses are paid well here yeah. in Santa Cruz okay. County, even considering cost of living. But that being said, they're working overtime too hard. Yeah, big burnout. I mean, we have a shortage, correct? We have a shortage. Yeah, yeah, of all healthcare providers, but especially primary care physicians yeah. and nurses and nursing aides. Um, hard to afford to house here. Okay. And two, also, it, I mean, I, I felt so terrible for them because they literally had to dress like they were on the bomb squad yeah. going to work. <laughs> you know, like. Literally, like in this full-on, I couldn't have been comfortable. Oh yeah. my god! And how nervous are you in those early days of not really knowing how terrible things were? Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like they were so on the front line. Yeah. Um, was there were they rewarded financially at all for being front line? We know. Mm -hmm. Was there anything? No. No. I don't think directly. No. I, no. I just I just feel like they were. Um, Front soldiers on the front row, For charging sure. in the combat, mm -hmm. and uh, and they were first responders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. and their colleagues were dying from COVID. Yeah, yes, you know, uh, and so the fear that they had to kind of bury inside themselves to be able to go to work and take care of people, um, their courage was just amazing. And then when they're faced with patients that come to them who are in denial right. and so forth. Uh, really frustrating, and that leads to burnout. It's yeah. you know mm -hmm. toxic stress and the deaths. So the hard deaths. as a healthcare provider to have your patient die. I have a question for you: 2023, right? You're on a deck chair in Cabo, San Lucas. Oh, that sounds nice. Sounds Corona, good. You've got a Corona right here. You're kicking back. I'm retired. I'm kicking, <laughs> kicking it, right? Uh -huh. And he's your Santa Cruz Healthy Health Officer. 
uh-huh. and he calls you for to come help him. <laughs> would, would you pick the phone up? Would you pick the phone up? That's a great question, Would you pick the phone up, A, and B, if he said, would you come back and help me, would you go? Well, yeah. And uh, we've got to thank the um, hundreds of volunteer physicians and nurses that worked in our medical reserve corps. They went into people's homes Mm -hmm. to vaccinate, to give care, to test, um, and they're still doing it. Unpaid. Unpaid. Completely volunteer. I'm going to give a tip for everybody. Get your vaccination in Salinas at CVS because right next door is In and Out Burger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? So which opens at ten thirty. That's why you're fully vaccinated, right? <laughs> okay. now it I opens at ten thirty. Make your CVS appointment at ten. You're in, in and out. Burger. You're in line. That's yeah. why you were always like, it's vaccination day. Neil's got like eighteen vaccinations. Make sure, uh, make sure you get your uh, Lipitor while you're at uh, CVS. Double doubles. Double double. You got to shake. Yeah. Wow. Well, now they have a triple, right? Well, so I thought it would, I thought it would, you know, if it would mix with the vaccine going down, I wouldn't be sick the next day. But that didn't work. Maybe get the triple for the triple damage. Yeah. Yeah. So we should probably hit home again on vaccinations because what you said earlier is that there's a new vaccination that will protect you from the new variant, and that Correct. is called. Uh, the bivalent booster yeah, bivalent. or the up-to-date booster, but it's the only booster being offered now. So if you, were, you don't have to ask. Well, okay. Okay. That's Absolutely. what you get now. So you just get a COVID booster. It's going to be this booster. It's the only one. Our, um, I got my booster, and my, my first shot, I had Johnson Johnson the first time. Mm-hmm. No problem. I was fine. My booster, I was down for a day or uh-huh. so. The, is there any... From this one, is it is it one and done? You feel great? Uh, it's kind of the same. Yeah. So if you are a little bit down yeah. for a day or so, yeah. and yeah. then you're no. okay. Yeah. Because yeah. have you gotten the new one yet? No, I no. haven't either. No. I just had a sore arm. Nothing else. That's Should it. we hit an outburger needles? <laughs> <laughs> okay. My daughter came home, uh, low income, because she was working at uh, Mount Rainier as a search and rescue ranger for the whole summer season. Oh. She came home. She goes, Mom, where do I get a booster? And I said, Go on my turn. And she said, hey, there's an opening at uh, Beach Flats at the county pop-up clinic. I'm going to bicycle over there right now. She was home in half an hour. She'd gotten both her COVID and her flu vaccine, and she got a $50 Target card. Oh, how old is it? (laughs) Did you hear that, folks? (laughs) Wow. Personally. Right. There is a, a, a 
um, website that people can go on to and list all of their concerns about their possible side effects. So there's many, many concerns listed there by people who are concerned, but they haven't panned out to be anything significant. So, So anyone watching, we've done this now for years, the vaccinations are okay. Yeah. yeah. Five, age five and up are mm-hmm. eligible for bivalent. And, and the beaches will be closed on Saturday and Sunday this month. No. No. Can you just close one of these? Folks, pleasure points closed today, <laughs> except for Neil and Surfers <laughs> Well, I know a bunch of surfers who thank you for that. Yeah. I know a bunch of locals that thank both of you mm-hmm. for just being in the trenches. Right. You know, it's, it's a thankless job. We thank you. But at the time, I know people were shaking your fence and Death were threats. pissed. Yeah, but, um, but in hindsight, thank you. Because, we did the uh, best we could. You know, uh, hey, not there, knowing what the virus was. You didn't have a rule book. Yeah. This, you made up the rules as we went, and uh, and and so, at the time, um, I hope everybody who looks back just knows that you guys tried your best. We had one of the best uh, mortality rates in the country, mm-hmm. which we should be proud of. Yep. You should be proud of. Uh, I, as a business owner, it was confusing. As I look back, I'm proud of how we handled it here. Yeah, you know, right. and so, uh, I just feel like we won in this in in that aspect of it. And, of course, there was economic hardship for a lot of people. We need to acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. And we tried to walk that tightrope, you know, between the economics mm-hmm. of our decisions and the health and safety of the community. In the end, um, you know, there were some really hard times for many people. Yeah. But I think most folks have come out okay on the other side. I agree with that. I have a, I have a friend whose wife's a hairdresser, and, oh, my gosh, she's still pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know, there's so, no way to recoup that money. Yeah, it's, it's We're really sorry. Tough. So sorry. You know, I, I, I'm one of them. With this business we're in right now was closed three months. I have a business up the street that was closed five months. And mm-hmm. it, it, was a, it was tough to, uh, you know, get it going, but we did. And, uh, and I feel like it's, we live in beautiful Santa Cruz. And we'll survive. We brought music to a lot of people around the world. We know? did. Yeah. We brought yeah. music to a lot of people from all over the world. We had over 100 bands during COVID, right? right? Over, over 100 bands? 230. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. But, yeah. Music helped pe- block people out. Yeah. Um, we're going to have a party for your retirement. Can we do a dance party? Uh, can the Stone Foxes play? Yeah. yeah. Is that a dance party? Yeah. Okay, so we're going to do a dance party. But I think, before, I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. Are we? Because I think we need to have a show with Kelly. Okay. Yes. We, find oh. Out, oh, we okay. need to find out what's going on, what happened. Mm. We need to find out the scoop mm. and have them both come back yeah. when the time is right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right, and then uh, when then we'll have and then and then we'll have the yeah. party. Kelly, uh, I'm sure she's, is she watching. Do you think so, Kelly? Uh, if you're she's, watching, she's grilling steaks right now. Oh, she is. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll grill her later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> David, Gail, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks you guys. 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 Thank you so much. Uh, um, Thanksgiving. Can we give a few last tips? Yes, please do. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So uh, don't go to a Thanksgiving gathering if you're sick. Stay home. Really, if you're sniffly, if your kids are sniffly, just yeah. don't put anyone else at risk and stay home. Good Even job. if you test negative. Yeah, if you're sniffly, don't go. Uh, lots of hand washing. Open the doors and windows if you can, if it's not too cold, or even eat outdoors. Yeah. Uh, wipe, wipe down surfaces. Um, 
COVID doesn't spread too much through surfaces, but RSV and flu do. Yep. So um, that's always good practice. Um, and after Thanksgiving, if you're feeling the sniffles or anything, stay home from work, stay home from school. Um, wear a mask? Wear a mask right. if you're out in public. Yeah. Okay. If you're sick, if you have symptoms and you have to go out, wear a mask. Okay. And if you're vulnerable, high risk, wear a mask. Okay. And I'm going to warn you right now, there's probably going to come a time in the near future we're going to ask everybody to wear masks again. Recommended. Really? Mm. Recommended, mm -hmm. not required. Yeah. Is Cabrillo still the testing facility at Cabrillo? Do you know? Uh, you know, I don't know, but if you go to our, our website, santacruzhealth.org, um, you'll see the testing sites that are currently open. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I want the one to get $50 target card. That's a yeah. great yeah. incentive to go I know. get tested. I'm going down there right now. <laughs> <laughs> if it's an In-N-Out burger, it shows over. <laughs> yeah. I bet you can trade it. Yeah, right? In -N -Out. Yeah, for In-N-Out yeah. burger. Okay, so we got a dance party coming up. Yeah. No, Congratulations. Can we have the, yeah. can we have the retirement party here with the band? Yeah. That would be fun, huh? Uh -huh. We'll, we'll do it. If yeah. Kelly's has a On the roof, food. right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you have a roof here for We do. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> an after-hours roof. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, thanks, you guys. I just want to say, uh, Neil, can I speak for both yeah, of us? Sure. Thank you for uh, uh, leading the fight. And uh, I, I, I go back to that mortality rate. Uh, you won because of the dedication to our community. We all yeah, but but yeah, but I mean, it takes it, it does. It, it it takes cojones to make those calls. Mm -hmm. And I just want to congratulate that you did that. And because of that, like you said, 600 lives were are still here. Mm -hmm. And so, congrats to that. I really appreciate it. Uh, Neil, next week we have some oh, show robots next week. Oh, you what? didn't even show your face tonight. I know. I know. Okay. Come on over here. Hang on a minute. Come on. Hang on a minute. We're going to show the album. Oh, please. Can we describe? Hang on. The album of the... It's going to win the album. The Stone Foxes. The Stone Foxes. You... Okay, go ahead. Please tell us about this. This is San Francisco's rock band, the Stone Foxes. They just did an album release on Friday night at the Great American Music Hall. And I was featured there because I'm the album cover artist. Wow. And there's a whole story to that that's part of the album. Yeah, the album with, so. the, with the stitches down the front of your... Uh-huh. Uh, the lead singer yeah. uh, had open heart surgery, and uh, so I uh, did this art and line drawing for him, and then they used it on the album cover. Wonderful. So, so the, you pull awesome. the album out? The album itself is a beautiful Oh, yeah, color. the album goes along with the art. And this is a story that This is a story about, about yeah. uh, my uh, art and the open heart surgery and my own cancer journey. And then... Uh, That's right. You kicked his ass, didn't you? Yeah. Well yeah. Just mm -hmm. got my six-month clearance from my doctors. Good job, and so you. it's a yellow-orange swirl that is so cool. vinyl, yeah. too. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And if we're lucky, maybe they'll play for the retirement party. Love great. it. Yeah. yeah. Stay tuned for June, folks. It's going to be a rager. Uh, I'll read Start the working on that guest list right now, Gail. We've got a lot of shows coming up all through, all through the end of the year. Yeah, we got big shows coming up. Uh, thank you, T-Fox, Santa Cruz Waves, for allowing us to be on your platform. Uh, you can look iTunes, TuneIn Radio, any uh, podcast. podcast platform. Yeah. And then later on tonight on YouTube. Go there on uh, YouTube. You can see a lot of our yeah. shows. But thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We will see you next week. And go England in the World Cup. What? Is that football? Oh, football. Uh, okay, I just want to make sure. Soccer. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at the trade office this morning, right down there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching football. All right, folks. Good night, everybody. We'll see you, you next right